Hi, everybody. Welcome to The Shadow Speaks. I am your host, Linda, and today I'm going to be talking about what is the shadow and what does the shadow have to say? Today is an introduction to this podcast, discussing what my perspective of the shadow is, based on many years of doing shadow work myself. Which I might add, for the first few years that I was doing shadow work, I was not even aware that I was doing it. I've had many realizations regarding the shadow, as my relationship with my shadow has changed drastically over time. So you can come back and listen to this episode as many times as you feel guided to. And you may realize that you will interpret it differently every time as your relationship with your own shadow evolves. The first thing I'd like to mention is that I've heard so many different references to the shadow and interpretations to what shadow work is that I'd like to make this very clear. Shadow work is different for every single person. It is based on your uniqueness and special characteristics that make you, you. So it would be like asking somebody what being in love is like. It's really going to depend on the person, their values, their beliefs, their experiences, their upbringing, what they want out of love, along with a whole host of other considerations. So there really is no one way to define shadow work, other than you are dealing with the parts of yourself that you have denied, ignored, or repressed. Now that may be traumatic issues for some. It may be insecurities for others. It may be issues from being raised in a family with strong traditions that may leave you feeling that you are not living your own life. It may be someone who has a lot of shame from one incident that happened long ago. More than likely, it is a combination of many complex issues that are interwoven into the very fabric of who you are. So it is different for everybody. So before you even get into working with your shadow, I would let go of all definitions of what you think that means and allow yourself to be open to whatever your shadow and your soul wants to present to you. Because it really is a sacred process. So it is you that will be defining your shadow and the work you do with it. Because it is a process of honoring you and accepting every aspect of you. And I might say it is not about destroying parts of you that you think are bad or harmful. Because if you do have incidents in your history that you consider bad, in your shadow work, you would look at why you think it's bad and how you came about that judgment and use it 
to direct you to what you need to heal. So what is it that brings someone to shadow work in the first place? Because one seldom seeks the shadow. The shadow typically calls you. And you come to a place in your life where you are ready to answer. Because your shadow contains soul parts that are speaking to you. And you must go to meet soul parts that have been hidden or lost to where they reside. In the dark. The soul is seeking to remove the separation that exists between you and your inner self. That separation is the shadow. And only you know what is in that space. Shadow work is not calling pain into your life, but calling to release it from where it has been trapped. And it is only you that can release it. The more disconnected parts of ourself become by being pushed into the unconscious, the wider the gap in the connection to our soul is. And you will hear yourself saying things like, well, part of me wants to do this, but another part of me wants to do that. For example, breaking up with a partner. You might say, part of me wants to end it. I'm really not happy, and he never really spends quality time with me. But part of me doesn't want to be alone or start dating again. Or you might say, Part of me wants to go on this trip because I really need time off. But part of me wants to stay home because I don't want all the stress of thinking about the work that's waiting for me when I get back. Or, Part of me really wants to leave my job. No one appreciates me there. But part of me dreads looking for another job. Who are all these parts of you? And why are they on opposing sides? Or maybe you feel that there is a big part of you that you don't even know. Or better yet, a deep feeling that you really don't know yourself at all. But you really do know yourself better than anyone. How you feel, what bothers you, what you hide, and what you don't admit. But somewhere along the way, you just stopped tuning into yourself. It may feel as though you have been running away from your life and hiding parts of yourself along the way. And you don't even remember why. It is true. As a matter of fact, you have been hiding parts of yourself in a sacred container known as your shadow. Your shadow contains all the parts of yourself that you deny and many you have forgotten. To feel whole again, you must integrate all parts of yourself. But before you can do that, you must become aware of them and call them out of their hiding place. You accomplish this by acknowledging why you hid them in the first place. So your shadow is your polar opposite. It is like an identical twin, but holds all the parts of yourself that you cannot accept. The problem is, 
You have pushed so many parts of yourself into the unconscious that it may have left you with a feeling of emptiness. I mean, be honest. How much of what you put forth is real? And wouldn't it be great if you could have some help in remembering the hidden parts of yourself? Well, you do have help. It is your shadow. There are many people on spiritual journeys seeking to reveal their true self from within, not realizing that they are the ones who did the hiding. Is it possible that we are afraid of what we might see? I know I was. But consider yourself a puzzle with many pieces of many shapes, forms, colors, and attributes that make you, you. Would you know what the puzzle illustrates if more than half of the pieces were gone? Absolutely not. So in the process of hiding ourselves, we have created a stranger within us that speaks to us through the intricacies of our lives. Our shadow. Maybe it is the power that your stranger within holds that frightens you. But it is your power. Your shadow acts out through your subconscious by projecting unexpressed feelings and self-judgments onto others. Others are simply a mirror reflecting back to you what is hidden inside of you. So when you experience the same kind of patterns in your life, with partners, bosses, life circumstances, and outcomes over and over again, you can be sure that your shadow is hot at work. Your awareness of the reoccurrence of events and characters in your life is actually your first glimpse of your shadow. Well done. Your shadow is not hiding from you. It is you that are hiding. If your shadow were hiding from you, would it be working so hard to be recognized in every aspect of your life? Your shadow hides the truth well for you. But it does seek to reunite you with it when you are ready to claim the projections you impose onto others as your own. It is important to keep in mind that your shadow also contains positive attributes that you have denied. For example, if you grew up wanting to be cool instead of smart, you may have denied your intellect. Or if you are attractive but feel your abilities are overlooked because of your good looks, you may designate your good looks as a weakness and develop a multitude of negative attributes to mask them. Or if you feel unworthy, you may not allow great ideas to come out because you think you'll be judged. This is where the ego plays a critical role. When the ego is empowered, it steers the ship. And when your ego is what is deciding what is acceptable, it has no problem disregarding positive attributes to keep up its bravado. Gang activity is a great example of this. I worked in an inner-city high school as a guidance counselor for many years, 
and I noticed that many gang members had great attributes that they denied because they would be seen as weak, while being ruthless was admired. So don't forget, when you seek to reveal the shadow, you are not just drudging up negative aspects of yourself. There are gems hidden in your darkness, especially beneath your pain. You may have been hurt by someone and shut down and stopped sticking up for yourself. Well, that strong part of you still exists in your shadow. Your shadow has been with you your entire life and has never lost a memory or moment that you disregarded, forgotten, or repressed. So that means that your shadow has seen you react irrationally, hold back your emotions, lie to yourself, and debate yourself. So say, for example, you're out with a group of friends and somebody makes a comment that offends you, but you don't say anything. And you go home and think about it and think about it, and it starts to bother you. And you think to yourself, you know, that really wasn't right. I'm really offended by that. I should say something to her. And then the other part of you says, yeah, but if you say something, then other people are going to get involved and it's going to turn into this big thing. And then you respond with, yeah, but if I don't say anything, then she could think she could say anything to me. And it may never end. Your shadow is actually seeing the confusion in the middle. It is watching you negotiate, standing up for yourself and expressing how you feel openly, or holding back your emotions and going along in fear that speaking up for yourself will have consequences you're not willing to pay. That's a powerful negotiation that your shadow is observing, yet it might seem like a minor issue to you. So remember that your shadow knows you well. And these are actually insights that you can benefit from. Just imagine if you knew yourself that well, how it would impact your life and the quality of your life. The discussions in this podcast will inspire you to start an honest dialogue with yourself, the one who knows you best. And you will learn how to reveal your shadow through parts of yourself that are operative without your awareness, through practical examples. The topics I choose in this podcast are very strategic in order to gently invite parts of yourself that went into hiding to come out. In my experiences, it has been the most effective way to promote self-healing. And it only requires one skill. That's it. One skill, to be honest with yourself. But I'll tell you, so many people that I've asked insist that they do not lie to themselves. Most people have been lying to themselves for so long, they actually believe their own lies, just as I did. And many openly admit they don't want to know the truth. But everyone has the potential to be honest. 
It really is our true essence, but it is not always easy. Because I'm not talking about literal honesty. I'm talking about honesty of the heart, which is much, much deeper. When you can access honesty of the heart, you can extend kindness to yourself, knowing that it is you that is providing a safe space for the truth to unfold. Because right now, it is you that your truth is afraid of. Afraid of your judgment, your rejection, your denial, your punishment. I mean, this is the reason why most people don't trust themselves, and for good reason. They're afraid. So when you can begin to reveal parts of yourself that you may not be so proud of, or are even ashamed of, and can have compassion and great understanding for yourself, you will realize that those parts are happy to come out of hiding. And it's important to remember that while working with your shadow, even if it feels like nothing is happening, it is. Trust that. Energy is shifting, perspectives are broadening, and compassion and self-love are making their way through the fog to reach you. The path to the greatest version of yourself is through your shadow. Transformation happens in the dark. The transformation of a seed to a flower does not happen in the sunlight. It happens in the dark, fertile ground. Once it has the will to break through the surface, to allow the light to shine on it, it will bloom to its greatest potential. I learned through some tough lessons, and over the years of working with my shadow, I got pretty good at detecting where the shadow hides. I also got very good at setting the stage for the shadow to show up. And you can too. The name of this podcast actually came to me in a dream and would not go away until I acknowledged it. Actually, the podcast cover was revealed to me in a dream. And in the same dream, I was told to write a letter from my shadow. I wasn't really sure what that meant, but I had experienced powerful healing through journaling and automatic writing. So I got my pen and my paper and I opened myself up to hear what the shadow had to say to me. And this is the letter from my shadow. The moment you entered the light from the darkness of your mother's womb, I was there to greet you. We came into this world together. You took the conscious realm, and I took the unconscious realm. And the subconscious would be the means of communication between the two. I would be there in order to help you when times got tough and you couldn't handle it. Pain, trauma, rejection, or heartache. And as you grew and experienced life, I stood by you and accepted you. I accepted your flaws, vulnerabilities, feelings of inadequacy and doubt 
when you felt threatened and wanted to hide. I held everything you rejected and vowed to return everything back to you when you were ready. You agreed to signal me through our means of communication, but I waited and waited and you did not call. I sent you reminders through messengers, as I promised to do, but you didn't acknowledge me. I sent messages through your relationships, experiences, feelings, thoughts, and even through your heartache, but you still never answered. You asked me to promise never to let you forget the parts of yourself you left behind, for you could never be whole without them. The time finally came where I had to insist, for I knew your fate had you been allowed to continue to ignore me, ignoring yourself. So much time had passed that our communication became impaired, for your life experiences have clouded the pathways. I must insist on this reunion, for all parts of you are strewn about the cosmos, floating around the universe, lost without your retrieval. Please hear my call and give me a voice so that we may sing the sweet song of revival. When all pots return and the dead put to rest, we will sing of a joyful reunion. And as you uncover parts of yourself and are reborn from the dust of the rubble, a new self will emerge with the jewels of the universe hidden long ago, waiting upon your return. We shall shine together in the glory of our Creator, for the Creator is the Creator of all. We are one. Sincerely, your shadow. Needless to say, I was shocked at the message, but I heard it loud and clear. The shadow wants to speak. Shadow work was the most powerful force that broke through so much trauma and heartbreak in my life that I was guided through dreams and intuitive messages to share what helped me with others. Quite frankly, it felt like the shadow was asking me to give it a voice and open the door to communicating so that it may fulfill its eternal promise, which was a promise from me to myself. I've learned that the shadow is not an adversary, so it is best not to approach it as one. Don't engage in battle with your shadow. You would be fighting yourself in the mists of what scares you the most. And if you fight the shadow, it will win every battle, bringing you to a point of exhaustion. Invite your shadow into the open with truth and greet it. Truth exposes the shadow and the light of awareness dissolves it. And what it leaves with you is the truth of what is yours anyway. I mean, what happens to your physical shadow when you turn a light on? It's gone and all that's left is a different view. And once you become aware of what your shadow holds, it cannot go back into hiding. Awareness doesn't fight or seek to change anything 
It just observes. So bring your awareness to your shadow and offer unconditional love and acceptance to the parts of you that cry out. And you will hear the message it is giving you. I am here to share with you lessons learned over my lifetime as well as techniques and concepts that I've personally benefited from in the hopes that you may benefit from them as well. I break down valuable teachings into their simplest forms using empowering talks and some intriguing stories to help you to apply them to your life easily. All the answers you seek are actually waiting for you to realize them when you stop running away from yourself in your life so that you can tease through the confusion, extract lessons learned and wisdom gained and what needs to be forgiven and let go of. Your shadow is always speaking to you, trying to get your attention throughout the course of your day, of your life. But what is it trying to tell you? What is the language of your shadow? And how can you better understand it and give consideration to the parts of you that are waiting for your attention? And remember, you are not calling back the wounded parts of yourself. You are calling back the healed parts of yourself that have been offered the healing through your awareness. If you find your shadow work is overwhelming, be sure to seek assistance from someone qualified or even from someone who can just hold space for you. I wrote the book Shadow Work, a guided journal for meeting the stranger within in order to help others cultivate an honest relationship with themselves and become familiar with their own shadow because no two shadows are alike. Here is an exercise that may help you shed some light. Think about or journal. What would your opposite self be like? Look like. Act like. Feel like. Can you identify any of those attributes in yourself? Expand your awareness of yourself and the potential of parts of yourself that you're not paying attention to. My hope is that you open yourself up to forgiveness and let go of what you need to so that you may create a safe space for the healed parts of you to begin their journey back home. I've had so many challenges in my life, but I've transformed my life a few times. And the one thing that I know for sure is that there is a wealth of wisdom that resides in all of us if we simply take the time to listen to what our inner self is telling us. It gives us direction, insight, warnings, and tools to navigate our lives in a way that no one else can. So join me every other Thursday for an empowering discussion with great tips and strategies to get to know yourself better and learn the language of your shadow so that you may begin the journey of calling all parts of yourself home. And most importantly, 
Learn to make your shadow an ally. Thank you very much for listening, and I look forward to our next discussion. Many blessings to all. Thank you.